What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Steel and Teal Talk down the rabbit hole, episode six, I believe. That's always, <laughs> let's go and get out of the way. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. Jim from Fan in the Van, and I ain't afraid to go down the rabbit hole, that's for sure. I'm not swinging to that. <laughs> that was too easy. All right. So thank you know, thank y'all for being patient with us for a week. Uh I, I it's life and work have been fucking nuts for me. So I needed another day last week. I'm just like I and I didn't get home until like 10 30 last night. So we're uh I need I need it to calm down soon. But we're here, we're back, let's do it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and let's get right into it. Uh I would be remiss if we didn't get right into some because there's been some Jaguars news we got to talk about. Uh, one, yeah. one happy, one one less happy. Uh, we'll start with um, the less happy. Chris Claybrooks has been uh, arrested for domestic violence charges again. Uh, was booked on misdemeanor domestic battery and felony of false imprisonment charges in Duval County. I don't know who that was on. Uh I'm assuming a significant other, regardless. Uh, not fucking okay. I, I, I feel like I shouldn't have to say that. No, none of us should have to say it. No, yeah, it but often then, then it should. It shouldn't happen at all. But unfortunately, these guys and even some women, they just feel that this is the best course of action to handle a situation. But to falsely imprison somebody, I mean. Yeah, I don't see him because this is the second strike. I don't see him being with the team much longer after this. If anything, it's probably going to be, well, as we've seen with the NFL disciplinary committee, which is hypocritical as it is anyway. That's put it lightly. Where where this should be a, this should be a, a, to me, this should be an indefinite because it's the second offense. Mm -hmm. But. They'll give him like a two game suspension and like mandatory like anger management that he has to complete at some point within the next year. It'll be some BS bullshit because the NFL takes all the things more seriously than things they should take mm-hmm. seriously. So and we all know that and nobody could disagree. No. And I mean, the thing with it, too, like reading the article, this is the second time uh, this year he was arrested in Nashville on April 15th and charged with domestic assault with bodily injury and vandalism under a thousand dollars. He'll be in court uh, yesterday as recording this. So that means, uh, yeah, if this is proven, I don't see because he he's also not a centerpiece or a core piece of this defense, which doesn't excuse what he's doing. But this should make the decision for the team even easier just to cut him. There's no place for that, whether it's sports or the league or anything. There's no place for that. So cut your losses. Send dude on his way, and and you know, yeah. At, at this point, there's uh, it's because second time this is now a pattern. Yeah, and there's no and excuse. Who knows, and who knows what happens if there's a third time? Once is too many. Twice is yeah. yeah it, once is too many, and twice is the, 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 it's completely inexcusable. And definitely, like it's yeah. No, we're we're not here that. But on a happier note. Uh, my Jaguars actually also now have the first openly gay coach in men's pro sports. So, no Jag- issue. No yeah, issue with that, Jaguar strength coach Kevin Maxson comes out or er, in the NFL, a first in major U.S. men's pro sports. So, kind of the whole thing he said was, uh, per this article, says that quote he didn't want to feel like he had to think about it anymore. Didn't want to feel like he had to lie about who he's seen or why he's living with someone else. And he wants to be vocal and supportive people living how they want to live, but also live how he wants to and not really fear how people will feel about it. Which, yeah, I'm happy for the dude. Uh, it's not nothing but love and respect for the guy. I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, I it anybody has if anybody has an issue with this, and I, I I'm assuming I, I speak for you on this as well. If you have an issue with that, don't stop fucking listening. There's no, yeah, there's no place for any kind of hatred towards that. Like it, it's between two consenting adults and it's their personal lives. And if it makes them happy, then, you know, if, and you got a problem with that, eat shit, look within yeah. and find out why you don't like people being happy. And then not only that, don't listen if you have an issue with, with our opinions of it, but also to do not just do not message either one of us. I don't care. 
I know I will eviscerate anyone who does. I don't care. Nah, you if know, you come at issue with people being gay, I've never had an issue with it. I don't care. Man wants to love a man, so what? If you want to, this is as political as we're ever going to get to. I actually, I think I cut around our last one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is wild that this is considered politics, but like it. Look, if you message me on some homophobic shit, I'm gonna block you. I don't care. I, it's I don't need that garbage opinion around me, and yeah, I'm not gonna entertain it. Like it's dude is happy. He's got nothing but love and respect from our community based on what I've seen. You know the Jaguars community, and like you know, happy for the guy. Great. You know, I wish him nothing but the best. You know, I'm, and I'm I'm happy that he's now he feels he's in a place where he can you know be open about this and he's taking the role he wants to take as he should be yeah love it absolutely love it well that's the 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 low and happy news but we can also talk about a couple other things while we've got this so we can talk about how uh, complex sports I believe decided to rate uh, all of the NFL teams. Uh, all 32 NFL teams based on creativity, engagement, and humor on their Twitter accounts. So we already know Twitter's successful as it is. However, that's the best place you can reach me. Uh, <laughs> I love my I love my dumpster fire. But uh, we'll go top five and bottom five just because I don't I'm not reading all 32. Top five, and this is the only thing I'll ever give the Chargers uh, outside of two losses in a season. Um. Chargers are the number one, and I will give them that. Chargers do have a fantastic Twitter page. Yeah. Um, not not really good in playoff appearances, uh, but you know, great Twitter page. Jets are number two, which really? yeah, I feel like you have to. I feel like in New York you have to have a presence. Well, yeah, of course. So Jets did I great. More, I think the Jets one though is more now because you have a team that's somewhat relevant. Mm-hmm. To say, and that you have that that cheesehead prick from Green Bay as your quarterback now. Do you see so. Sauce give him that chain? Oh, no, stop. Stop. So- you waste how much on a quarterback that if they don't win something this year, he's leaving. Oh, Listen, dude, it was sponsored. I appreciate, I, I appreciate the gesture, mm-hmm. but you could have given it to freaking Garrett Wilson or somebody who's going to be here longer. Somebody. Than Somebody took a picture of Obama putting that presidential medal on Biden. Said, "I'm gonna tell my kids this is Sauce giving the medal to Rogers." <laughs> <laughs> that was great, but that was fantastic. But also, like, apparently, as of recording this, I don't know if anything's changed. He hasn't restructured his hundred million dollars yet. He ain't going to. No, he's not going to. He's making a hundred million dollars. Yeah, would you? No, absolutely not. Jalen and I talked about this because we talked about NIL again because SEC Media Day and, you know, blame the situation Kiffin with that ridiculous tan that he had was out here like NIL's ruining the sanctity of college football. Was it just what he's fuck off? Well, he's going to be more upset because there's a new nil deal now that involves uh, The Rock, actually, yeah. and his Zola brand drink. So. The nils just keep on coming. Well, and here, here's my biggest thing, and we'll we'll get back to the the Twitter stuff in a second because uh, you know how we go. But yeah, my biggest thing with it, and if you if you're listening to this show, then listen to another other show as well because Jalen had a similar idea to me as well. This has been happening for decades already. Yeah. So for the coaches to kind of act like, oh, well, we don't have you know, it's becoming who has the most money type thing. That's how it's always been. Who yeah. can offer me the most? It's never been, you know, and there are, there are, or like there's players like, you know, I go to Alabama because they give me the best chance to, you know, get in front of the national spotlight and, you know, play against the best people, which is valid. Yeah. But also. The boosters have a shit ton of money. Yeah. I get a free Hellcat. I get free room and board. I get all that. Like I get all these really, really, like there's perks that nobody talks about. It's happened yeah. in basketball. Why do you think all these, like back in the 60s and 70s, a lot of these smaller schools were getting all these super high-end, like, highly titled recruits were going to these no-name schools because you had boosters who were like, I'll give you a house, I'll give you a car, here's a credit card with no max on it, you know, do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Like, that. that's what, this has been happening for decades, and now it's out in the open. Nobody cares anymore. So you have all these coaches who thought they had a better advantage are now, they, they don't because all these boosters for, you see, I, I, I got to pick a different school, 
because I took a shot at UC Santa Barbara that was completely unwarranted. I apologize to y'all. I do it's a fun little campus. Let me pick on some other small school. Western Carolina, let's go I pick on a school I almost went to. If you say they've got a booster who ends up he creates the next Google or whatever, right. and he wants to throw $20 million a year at his school's football program to bring them a championship. Who cares? It's his money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You want to, if I had money to blow on that, I'd probably do something like that too. If I had $20 million just to light on fire so I can act like, you know, oh, I'm the reason why we have this and I could live vicariously through like, you know, an athlete, then yeah, I'd probably blow 20 million, but I also don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, just, I think the, the, the thing with the nil thing, I mean, obviously it's endorsement deals. So yeah. obviously NCAA has no control of what, like, say, if Dodge wants to endorse Khalid Williams. They have no control over no. what they're going to pay. And this, to me, is, I think it's a better solution than the one that I discussed, like, a year and a half ago, where if the schools were going to pay them, then it has to be structured across the board between each program. Because you know each school, each sport is better than the other three and, mm-hmm. you know, and program of sports at least like alabama we already know football is the yeah. the end all be all and that I, I don't know how you feel about nick saban but to me i, like I mean he's one, he's one of the greatest college I coaches respect of the coach. college, but he has that belichick doucheness to him yeah. in a way well they're best friends <laughs> they're actually no. friends but it makes perfect oh. sense i got oh, nothing yeah. well, like i, I respect uh, saban. yeah yeah i i completely respect saban i don't like him but i respect him because you, you give credit where credit's due. You give, yeah. you know, he's absolutely earned everybody's respect. And I respect the hell out of him as a coach. Not my favorite person in the world, but, you know, oh. he's a great coach. But I did bring this up because we talked about this too. And the, the one thing I would say in regards to that, if you have it capped per, and this is the issue, because now the floodgates have been opened. If yeah. you put restrictions on it now, we're going back to the time where you had a lot of under the table shit happening again. Yeah. That's the problem. So now it's going to go back to some backdoor deals and everything and nothing changes. Now you're just getting money under the table from boosters, but to, yeah. to show you why it's not affecting the NCAA, uh, I pulled this up too. This is uh, the revenue for the power five schools. So big 10, you know, big 12, sec, ACC, and pac 12. Uh, their collective revenue combined for just the power five of what they brought in for athletics and sports to the NCAA, $3.3 billion in revenue. Averaging a big 10 averaged about 59 million per school, excluding Nebraska, Maryland, and Rutgers because of, you know, the big 10 network earnings that were predated the school's interest in the league, which, you know, whatever sec got about 50 million per school. ACC got anywhere from 38 to 41 million. Uh, the Pac-12 received about 37 million per school, and the Big 12 got anywhere from 42 to 45 million dollars per school. And you're telling me there's no money to give to these kids? <laughs> 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 and that, like that's my thing too. The NCAA is legally a nonprofit, yeah. which means they keep less than three percent of what they bring in, which is still. Billions of dollars. This is absurd to me. It, it, you talk to athletes all the time. You have walk-on athletes. You have scholarship athletes who are like, they they don't need like these big flashy things. Like there's guys like, I'll work out in the fucking parking lot if I don't have to work two jobs after practice. So really? I can eat. Like that's, and the biggest thing to me, the people who are faulting these people for chasing the paycheck, like you're not guaranteed to get to the league in no. any sport. So, if I can get life-changing money at the collegiate level while I get a free education, why wouldn't I? Yeah. I'm not guaranteed. I yeah. I'm not guaranteed to make money at this next level. I'm not even guaranteed to make it to the league. But <laughs> I, And I've stressed this a thousand times. I don't care what division you – if you're talented enough to play the next level, they'll find you. Yeah. Like they have – Deep scouting departments that spend years looking over, the, you know, what steals they can have in the draft because everyone knows who the top twenty are going to be, or the top thirty-two players. We all know who those players are, but 
but it's second round and beyond that everybody's looking for. Yeah. So like it, I could play at Valdosta state down here in Georgia and get paid $2 million a year by, you know, the local car dealerships and, you know, Chipotle and stuff like that and Gatorade to go be their sponsorship athlete. And I can make, I can go there for four years, make, you know, $8 million. And then if I'm good yeah. enough, I can go to the league with $8 million in my pocket. Yeah, You're not going in broke. Yeah. What are we talking? What are we doing? And like that, and that's just where I'm at with it. Now I'll, we'll get a little bit back into what we talked about. Uh, speaking of $8 million in my pocket going into the league and not going in broke, uh, a Minnesota Vikings player <laughs> is in a little bit of trouble. It has something to do with Pittsburgh actually kind of, cause he's a former pit player. Yep. So uh, well, who does, a, who does 140 and like a 55? Who has a Lambo though? Jordan Addison does. Exactly. And like that, that was my thing. The people who are trashing him, he should be suspended. He's, you know, he's, he's a bad influence. If I had a Lambo, and it was 3 a.m. and there were no cars on the highway. I'm gonna open it up. Oh yeah, I'm 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 opening it wide up. Hell, I've even done it. I've done it in my younger day with people on the road. Yeah, but I know how to drive as opposed to other people in New I, York. So I don't know what the statute of limitations is, but I, I have definitely done some wild numbers in a 2003 Toyota Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like. It, and I, I didn't get caught, and it was years ago. Yeah. But it's also like it, it like if I'm doing that, if, if I'm doing that in like yeah. a soccer mom car, you put me behind the wheel of a Lambo, I'll hit 140. Yeah. And he he wasn't drunk, he wasn't under the influence of anything outside of fucking horsepower and stupidity. That's it. Yeah, this wasn't like the Henry Rugg situation that yeah. unfortunately turned fatal, but. I mean, you're going to have the people that are calling for him to be suspended because they'll find some way to tie it into the conduct policy. No. And all that's going to wind up happening is he's going to pay an excessive fine through, the, you know, through traffic court. And the Vikings, maybe if anything, just to shut people up, be like, yeah, we fined him like 10 grand for the incident and he'll pay it and just call it a day. Yeah. Which they don't care. He's a multimillionaire at this point. He doesn't care. Like it's he wasn't under the influence, and if the video, I don't know if it was the video I saw or not, but if it was the video I saw, he the second no he saw, yeah, the second he saw the blue lights, he pulled over immediately. He goes, "Yep, that's my bad." Yep, that's the he, other thing. He didn't try to run like like some have in the past. No, he cooperated. He's like, "Yeah, I fucked up." <laughs> that's yeah. my bad. So like, I, yeah. and I'm I'm not mad at the guy. It was stupid, but like, the people who were saying, "Oh." He should be suspended. That's a bonehead move. Great. If I give you the keys to a Lambo at three in the morning, you're telling me you're not going to at least take it to triple digits. Oh, they are. Without at a least, shadow. At least. Are. Like, come on. You're lying to yourself. Yeah. It just, it, it drives me nuts. Let's get back. To, let's get back to some of these Twitter rankings because there were some people yeah. who were very upset. All the New York teams are actually in the top five. Well, Jets you mean, you mean the, you mean the only one New York team. That's true. I apologize. Play. The Jersey teams. Because the other two play in the, uh, as I like to call it, the Sulphur State. I I actually, for the Jaguars-Giants game uh, last year, I went and I was uh, going up the stadium and there's this Giants fan who's like on Instagram Live and we're all doing the, you know, the Duval, like the, that one that we do, which I'm not going to yell because it's, you know, my, my voice is shot and I don't know if you guys can hear it, listen back to this or not, can't do it. <laughs> But somebody's doing that chant, and this guy holds up his IG live. He goes, "New York, New <laughs> York," and I'm like, "Jersey." <laughs> he looks at me. I'm like, "You don't play in New York anymore. You're in Jersey. Like, let, like rep rep where you're from. You might be yeah. from New York, but your team's not." Yeah, exactly. That that's always annoyed me. I remember, I think it was one of the older Madden games. Where they actually had it as the New Jersey Jets, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think I think it was Madden or like another football game that came out for like a period of time, and it didn't really last long. But they were the they were the New Jersey Jets. Yeah, but as far as the people complaining about the Addison thing, no, yeah, 
those people saying it's a bonehead move. Again, I agree. If you're, you're gonna right, give, it was stupid. If but you're gonna give, if you if, if you hand me, if I was one of those hypocritical Karens of the world that like complain about everything, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there complaining about that, and then you hand me the keys to a um any car a maserati a lambo a porsche a ferrari and i know i can let it rip at 3 a.m on the long island expressway and there's nobody on the road yeah trust me i am doing i mean i'm not swerving in and out of the lanes doing it but, but i'm doing I, it I, I, i'm i'm doing it not only am i doing it i'm doing it in the hov lane which is the carpool lane because yep. if i'm gonna get i'm gonna I'm let's gonna go for it, broke let's go for the biggest bang possible Let's go for broke. I literally, I, so that was actually, so before I owned the car I own now, I actually had a 2015 uh, V6 Mustang. And the guy asked me, he goes, do you want to test drive the GT? I'm like, no. He goes, why not? I'm like, I, I no, but don't, don't, don't let me do that. <laughs> don't, don't let me do that. He goes, why? I'm like, you're not getting the car back. And I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. So we can't do this. But like, it's just dumb. The people who are upset about that, I I just don't understand them. But like, so the New Jersey Jets are number two. The Buffalo Bills are number three, which understandable. And then the New Jersey Giants are number four. And then your Jacksonville Jaguars are at number five. And everybody was clowning us. They're like, oh, you know. Why do they, they don't even have a million followers? I'm like, someone has never been dragged. Someone, okay, the person talking has never been dragged by Jaguars Twitter before. <laughs> Just if you ever see an anti Jaguars post anywhere on Twitter, and I encourage any of you, if you see one, just read the comments. I don't know where it's, we come from. There was one actually I seen, but it wasn't like to drag it. It was like one, uh, say one thing to trigger this fan base. And it was like literally nothing you can really maybe other than like oh we should have never brought in Nick Foles maybe other mm-hmm. than that other than that oh, we shouldn't have other than that what is there really that a Jaguars fan can really kind of get triggered about? I mean you're a huge Jaguars fan so you 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 tell me <laughs> yeah that Urban. That you know what? Maybe he should have been the kicker instead of Lambo since he's out there kicking people. <laughs> I love how he picked on the kicker too. If he went up to like Josh Allen and kicked him, Josh Allen would have destroyed oh. him. Oh, there, there would have been a funeral. That day. Urban would have left in a stretcher. Yeah. And Josh then it would have been like Urban has gone to the hospital for chest pains. <laughs> Josh, Josh Allen would have went like full fucking WWE Brock Lesnar on him. Beautiful. Lock, like F5 him off the goalpost, drown him in the pool. And nobody would have said it. We all just would have watched him and like, yeah, don't, don't. It could, have, it could have been videotaped or somebody could have pulled out their cell phone to record it. Be like, you ain't got me on tape doing that shit. World hey, make- star. <laughs> oh, God. I ever I hear world, it's an old, it's outdated. But if I ever hear world star in a fight, I'm leaving. I'm done with society. I clock out. I'm done. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm fucking going to a cave retreat. So the only t- and to get back to this, because I do want to take a shot at one fan base. The only time they're ever going to be in the top 10 of anything this year. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are at number six. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing you beat in Pittsburgh. And yep, it's because stupid. Pittsburgh's number seven. Yeah, it's the only thing you beating us in is rankings. You know, what's stupid. How they actually rank Miles Garrett as a better edge rusher. Than I PJ saw Potter. that. You got it. Miles Garrett's been more hurt. He's had more injuries than a person who suffers from Murphy's Law, where like anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Any mm-hmm. injury that would happen will happen to this person. And you were him higher when TJ Watt's stats are 10 times better than Miles Garrett. Who the, who in the Rudy Poo hell is doing these rankings? And I know PFF's one of them. Chris Collinsworth, I know he works there or he owns it or whatever. Get your team in check because your rankings are putrid and ridiculous. The, the thing that got me more so than that, because I, I, I do respect Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's a great player. It but was, don't put it in people it that was are Nick Bosa, the Madden rankings. It was Nick Bosa uh, and uh, Miles Garrett being tied for first. Also, the audacity to have Dak fucking Prescott 
in the top 10 of quarterbacks is asinine. Are you kidding me? Dak Prescott actually has a cologne out now. For nights you don't want to score, wear Dak. Just smells like shit and broken ankles. <laughs> and, and that and, and guarantees of not hit, not having 10 interceptions. Yeah, okay. Oh my God, that was amazing. He's This is another sleep. I, I said it. I'm like, dude, you're in another sleep number commercial because you're dreaming. You played yeah. 12 games last year and led the league in interceptions. You yeah. played gonna, more. going to have 10 by Thanksgiving. You threw more picks than games you've played this year. <laughs> what are you, you know talking about? You want to know what's funny? Though? People are actually getting butt hurt by the Madden rankings. Like, it's a fucking football game. It's a video game, but they're going to change. I get that. It, it's And these are the initial rankings. And some of these, for me, it's more just kind of like, because Trevor's not in the top 10, which, which is he stupid. He absolutely should be. But it's stupid that he's not. And it goes, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jack- well, Lamar Jackson came out and he goes, all right, you want to rank me at 99? At, at 91? He goes, okay. After like game four, I, you, you'll change me to 99. Yeah, Exactly. Make them like earn it. it. It it's oh my god! It, this is I can't wait. This is going to be the Jaguars fuck them all tour because this has just been beautiful <laughs> to watch. Everybody's like, oh, you guys are garbage. You guys are this. You got you you've had one winning season in the last twenty seven years. I'm like, okay, well you can't count. <laughs> Granted, <laughs> it's not a lot, but it's a it it's more than one. Like, and I'll yeah. be the first to say it's definitely not a ton. Like, we're not a super story franchise. But no, the, but it's but you'll get there. Yeah, but the Titans fans who oh, are now way, like congratulations for fighting now for second or third, by the way. That's what I've been saying. Andre Hopkins, because they're not winning with Tannehill. No. Your your best bet, if you want to win, is give Malik Willis the chance. Now that you brought in Hopkins, a veteran wide receiver, and there's no denying his talent and his impact that he will have. And you have Burks. And you have King Henry. You just have this quarterback that is not that great. Just give Malik Willis the chance. Exactly. And then maybe they'll be in second place. But right now, I put him in third. The thing with, like, with the Titans, like, all the Titans, we're going to the Super Bowl now. I'm like, no, you're not. You're absolutely not. You're not winning the division, let alone, like, you're not winning the division. You're not doing any of this. Like you're, you're gonna, you're no longer competing for third place. You're competing for second. So I, yeah. I mean, and it's also clear that D Hop only cares about the money at this point, which is fine. Yeah, no issue with that. It's fine. Make your money. Do your thing. You're arguably one of the greatest receivers in the league. Like, awesome. I'm happy for you. But if you wanted a ring, you should have gone to New England or Kansas yeah. City or something like that. But like, it, it drives me. I don't know. It, it's fun. It, Tennessee is up there with Dallas as the most delusional fan base. And Cleveland. And Cleveland. There's definitely there, – honestly, oh, that that's a fun one. What is the most delusional fan base per division? I think they did that one a while back. Did we? Well, I, I, no, I think, I think there was one – no, we didn't, but I think they – well, maybe we discussed it at some point, but maybe so, on individual – shows but i think they actually had a ranking of either most delusional or most hated most hated's been done most delusional will be fun though so afc east this oh this will be a good one afc east bills dolphins patriots jets it's the well, right jets. now the jets one. <laughs> it's the jets there's no debate you haven't won a super bowl since we landed on the moon and you're out here talking like you're gonna do it again in one year get out of here <laughs> afc <laughs> north Mets won the fucking World Series in 69 either. Oh, boy. Uh, AFC North, we know it's the Browns. AFC South, it's the Titans. For the West, is it the, it's not the Chiefs because they've won everything. Chargers, Raiders, or Broncos? I think it's the, it's, it's the Raiders. The I, Broncos don't fan, I, don't, I don't think the I don't think the Broncos fan really is that delusional. No. Like, I never see any delusional posts, and not even from Dave, who's a huge Bronco fan. Yeah, no, Dave is very <laughs> mild with it. Well, that, well, yeah, well, that, and he's a knowledgeable Broncos mm-hmm. fan. So that also helps. That from him. 
I think it's it's the Raiders because they thought for years they were going to win with friggin' Derek. I can't start a car, and then it, it, the the Chargers. I think it's just more they feel it's their time after what seventeen years of Philip Rivers choking in the big one, but he doesn't choke in the bedroom. That's for sure. <laughs> that's the only place he's winning. Ten kids oh now. God, what's he trying to get them all drafted into the NFL? He's going to keep going to the point where he's going to have enough kids to have a softball team play his other softball team. <laughs> and then he'll just umpire. Just so he can win a championship. Yeah. <laughs> he wins either way. Yeah. I, I think it's the Chargers just because – and the, this might be a bad take. I think Justin Herbert's at his ceiling. Right now with this core of players, yeah. It's not a bad ceiling whatsoever. 4,000 yards a year and, you know, 20-something touchdowns is a damn good ceiling. But I don't see him ever leading the league in passing. I don't see him ever leading the league in touchdowns. I don't see him taking his team past uh, the divisional round. No. He doesn't have it. it. And I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know how to describe it on the fact that he doesn't have it. In the division last year, they went two and four. Which they you can't go- do it. No. The only reason they got in is because they went, uh, they won, oh, what is it? Seven and five in conference play, two and four in divisional play, and they ended up winning 10 games. That's the only reason they made it. The like, thing I always wondered is when you go back to that draft, obviously the Dolphins took Tua, and mm-hmm. then the Chargers take Herbert. What would have happened if it flip-flopped? Is Justin Herbert's ceiling then higher with what Miami has now? Yes, because Tyreek Hill and actually, I don't know. I don't know because Waddle and Tyreek Hill are fantastic weapons. Jacecki's not there anymore, is he? No, he's up in... uh, He's in New England now. Yeah, he's in Boston. He's in Boston ruining the gritty again. Uh, Oh, like if I can't dance, I can't dance. But if I can tell you can't dance, you can't dance. (laughs) I can't dance to save my life. But it's, but that's also how like game recognizes game, but trash recognizes trash. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I'm at with it. So, like the Chargers, and that's my biggest thing. Like, I just, I don't hurt. And Herbert, again, fantastic ceiling 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, 10, 12 picks a year. Good numbers. Two to one touchdown, two to one touchdown to interception ratios. Damn good. But he's not going to win at all. The Chargers have another Phillip Rivers on their hands. Statistically, he'll be great, but he won't win the big one. And Chargers fans seem to think otherwise, and it's fantastic. Um, NFC East, we already know it's the Cowboys. Uh, Speaking of which, you know, the commanders are going to potentially go through another name change next year. Yeah, well, it, it's about time. It's fine because right after the sale of the team, then Dan Snyder got fined like sixty million. Oh, it was fantastic for for uh, all the nonsense that came out. And it's like you know what? Why couldn't you just do that when he owned the team? You it waited till he sold all this. You wait till he sold, got all this money. Which I'll give kudos to Dan Snyder because he bought the team at whatever he bought it at when he bought it, mm-hmm. and. Just his profit off of this sale is like, I think like 30% to 40% more at the end of it. Well, he didn't upgrade the stadium. Well, of course not. Especially when you got sewer pipes fucking bursting on people mid game. Oh boy. That is, he bought the team for 800 million in 1999 is now selling the team for $6 billion. So he basically made $5.2 billion. For doing nothing. 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 Garbage person. Good for him for making that money. Uh, I hope he I hope it all burns up in a fire. Um he's a hor- <laughs> he's a horrible person. I don't want him to die, but like, you know, I, I maybe maybe the Brinks truck just has a match in the back of it and it all just goes, I, I don't know, maybe whatever electronic blip sends that to you. Maybe you invested it all in, you know, some new crypto coin and the rug gets pulled out from under you. That'd be fantastic. I'd love to see it. 
maybe Heath Ledger comes back to life to play the Joker one more time and just lights it on fire like he That'd did in the fun. dark. That'd be fun. Uh, but no, Cowboys are the big, most delusional fan base in the NFC East. There's no debate about that. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Uh, NFC North, Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. I think right one. now it's the Packers. Oh, yeah, because they think they're still going to win with Jordan Love. I think right now it's the Packers. I think the Vikings have a down year. I think the Bears surprise some people. I think the NFC North is going to be the tightest division this year. Yeah, pretty much between three teams. Yeah, it's tightest That's division. Not in the cheese heads. Yeah. NFC South uh, is also going to be a tight division, but for different reasons. Uh, nobody's good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. I think the Saints are the most delusional down there. Yeah. Because they That's still think true. Michael Thomas is coming back. <laughs> and they think they're going to win with Derek Carr. He didn't win. But not to knock his talent or any of the accolades that Carr's achieved, like fourth quarter, uh, two-minute drives for a mm-hmm. win, all that stuff. But you think he's doing that in New Orleans? No. He's not. No. 49ers. Exactly. NFC West, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals. Who's the most delusional? I think it's the Rams. Especially if they think Stenson Bennett's the answer. That's been incredible. I mean, the guy's like 39 years old. The guy could have graduated from Georgia like 10 times. Uh, Brand. Oh, did he? Who was older when they came into the league? Brandon Whedon or Stetson Bennett? I think it was. I think they might have been the same age. Yeah, that was because Brandon Whedon went to play pro ball before he got drafted. He and was, if I'm not mistaken, he went to Cleveland in the first round. Yes. He, no, I don't know if it was first round, but he definitely went to Cleveland. No, no, you're right. First round, 22nd overall to the Cleveland Browns. What a Cleveland thing to do. <laughs> Career stats, 35 games played, QB record of 6-19, 58% completion percentage, 6,400 yards, 31 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Yep, that's a Cleveland Browns quarterback. He has as many fantasy points as some players have in an entire year, in his entire career. That's that's funny. (laughs) That's fantastic. 341.6 fantasy points. But he's got to claim the fame. He's on that Cleveland Brown jersey that the quarterback list just continues and continues. You guys want to hear my claim to lame? (laughs) Oh, he's got one. He's got one. In 2013, he led the league for longest completion with 95 yards. That is the only time he's ever led the league in anything. Probably the only time Cleveland's ever had anything successful like that. When did he get drafted? He got drafted in 2012. And he was born in 83. So he was, what was he, 29? 32? Can I not math? I don't okay. know, because I'm now, I'm, so. I'm getting dragged for this. <laughs> <laughs> in 2012? He was 29 when he got drafted. Oh, so he, yep. So now <laughs> I got to figure out Stetson Bennett. He was older than me when he got drafted. Stetson was born in 97, and he got drafted this year. Stetson's 26. Brandon hasn't beat by two years. <laughs> Another thing that Cleveland will only have claim to victory on. Drafting the oldest. Jesus Christ. A 30-year-old quarterback. You Okay, and this is... Some of them at 30 are already... Well, for some quarterbacks, you can't say for all. Some of them are already past their peak and yeah. past their prime at that point. I mean, other than guys like like Brady, who I, I don't know how that. Well, then again, the league was protecting him for. Oh, he's drinking. It, it was all those vegetables. It's the TP12 method, man. It's you know, grinding up avocado seeds into oil and just main veining that <laughs> gives you longevity. Maybe he'll come back now that he's apparently dating Kim Kardashian. So who knows? I, I, I more more <laughs> shit. I don't care about. <laughs> I seen I seen that on Twitter, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm muting this." That's the care. one. That's the one thing I love about the cesspool app is that you can mute things, so you don't ever have to see them again. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely. The best, that's the best feature. Absolutely. Uh, 
Well, speaking of the cesspool, let's talk about the five worst teams, too. So the Packers are 32, which had them very upset, but that's hilarious. Um, Texans are 31. Uh, They were 32 last year, but now they're up to 31. Tampa Bay is at 30. Dolphins at 29, which is interesting. They actually went down versus last year. Cardinals at 28, which doesn't surprise me at all. And then... uh, Colts at 27. So two of the other three AFC South or the other AFC South teams are in the bottom five. Where are the Titans in this? Now I got to know. They're probably in the mid range somewhere. Probably. Uh, They're very mid 18. There it is. Almost smack dab in the middle. (laughs) Yep. There you go. Mid on Twitter, mid on the field, mid at quarterback. Oh my god, they're just terrible. I it, it, but and even to go back to kind of what we were talking about in that regard, like the people who it is it is scientifically proven to where once you hit thirty, you start to physically decline. Yeah. Even like in in top athletes. Now, granted, when I hit thirty, they'll still be in much better shape than I'll ever be. <laughs> but that's a different conversation for a different day. But like. You're no longer at your peak for when you hit 30 on average. However, there's always anomalies. Derrick Henry's an anomaly. Tom Brady was an anomaly. Rogers, you know, albeit the nozzle he is, is good at what he does. Roethlisberger. Yeah, Roethlisberger. There's always exceptions to the rule, but they're few and far between. Peyton and Eli. Peyton and Eli. uh, Eli, I don't know how he lucked himself in anything he did. Uh, (laughs) The one thing that isn't that... Because and like talking about people in their prime, we got to talk about this running back situation. Oh, without a doubt, we got yeah. We'll close it out on the running back situation. It drives I, me. I will commend Austin Eckler for having yeah. the loudest voice in the room, absolutely, and want to know why and calling out the NFL. And they actually had the Zoom meeting last night, which a lot of the run McCaffrey was involved in it. Najee Harris. Um, Barkley obviously was involved. There was like a list, a whole list of running backs that were in the Zoom call last night. And the question is, why Why is the running back being valued at such a low value when they're one of the other prime offensive positions in the league? So I can tell you why. Um, I don't agree with it, but I can tell you why. So the average career of an NFL player is 3.3 years. So about three seasons running backs have the lowest playing career of any position in football. It's two and a half years. And I, it's also one of the most physical positions in the game besides offensive and defensive line. Like it's, it is easily one of the most in offensive linemen and defensive linemen last longer, but running backs are, it's one of the most physical positions to play. And the issue is, it's almost like, how, how do I put this? If you have a good quarterback and good receivers and a good offensive line, you can get by with a serviceable running back. Yeah, you can get away with a Tony Pollard. Yeah, which, I, I mean, honestly, I think Tony Pollard was better than Zeke towards the end. But it's also, it. There, the reasons why they're not getting those contracts are because of guys like Zeke and guys like Todd Gurley. Who In Todd Gurley, it's not totally his fault. He had injuries and stuff like that. I can't blame him for that. But Zeke just giving up was different. Like you have guys who, what happens is they, they get that second contract and then they're just set. They don't care anymore. So it, it's, and that doesn't happen for all of them. I, I feel like some of it's a motivation issue, but also it gets to a certain point where it's, it's a ton of wear and tear on your body and it just starts to wear down. Yeah. And because there's, you know, 30 running backs that are going to be serviceable coming out of the draft every single year, you know, it's easy to replace. But it's not easy to replace guys like Saquon, guys like Josh Jacobs, guys like Eckler, guys like McCaffrey, you know, guys like Dalvin Cook, guys like ETN, guys like Najee Harris. These are all players who can't – Brees Hall, we'll throw in the other Jersey team. Um, These are all guys that can't be replaced. No. Like, they're all fantastic running backs. They're all dual-threat players. They're all three-down backs. And the thing that got me the most – because and I got to talk about it briefly – did you see the video of Elijah Holyfield doing a workout? The old UGA running back? Yeah. Every, the, the the worst Twitter account on the 
fucking platform, NFL Rookie Watch. I will drag you until the end of time. I can't stand your account. Uh, drives me crazy. But it's it, it's also it's like it's some of the worst takes I've ever seen, and it's just fun to just be. It, it's clearly for clicks, and that's fine. It's nothing wrong with that. But it's it's so much fun to see like. It was like, oh, Elijah Holyfield looking absolutely huge in this, you know, really looking poised to make an NFL comeback. I'm like, okay, cool. Size was never Buddy's issue. He ran a four eight. <laughs> That's his issue, and he has no hands. He's a he's a goal line back at best. Like that's what this is. The issue was speed and hands. And if you don't have that in a pass first league, you're not going to be here long. No. So when you that have you're those, not. yeah. So when you have those dual threat guys like McCaffrey, Etn, Harris. You know, we can go down the list again. All those guys deserve those long-term contracts. But the issue is because of how short that longevity is for that position. They're already breaking the odds where they're going for a second contract. So people start to, and I understand them wanting to get nervous, but there's a way around it. So like, how, how would you fix it? Because I know how I'd fix it. Well, I'll use the Barkley one as the example, because that's probably the best one to use because mm-hmm. Him and the quarterback, obviously, who are both looking for extensions, right? Right. And I understand you got to pay your quarterback. Not that much. But <laughs> really have to give Daniel Jones all that no. money because one good year. And people could say the same about Barkley, you know, that he came back for, you know, from his ACL injury mm-hmm. and he was dominant this year. But he was also dominant before the ACL injury. Yep. That people seem to forget. So if I were the Giants in that situation, to keep both and not have to worry about Barkley sitting the bench. Um, I would have given them one year show me deals like 10, 12 million each, but, in, but then throw in incentives that could have put it north of say 18 million to the year. The only, that's how I, that's how I would have done it. Yeah. The only years that Barkley didn't go for a thousand yards of the two years he was hurt. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was the two years he was hurt. And he's yeah, averaged was, about four years that Jones led the team in rushing. Yeah. And he averaged in 2022, he went for 1,300 yards. 2019, he went for 1,000. 2018, he went for 1,300. 10 touchdowns, Baby. six touchdowns, 11 touchdowns. It's he is your offense. That's not even county receiving. If you look at receiving, he's at another 700 yards in 2018, another 400 yards in 2019, 300 yards in 2022. Like it's. Of all, if you look at his career stats, just based on scoring, just total yardage, he's accounted for, let's see, 4,249 rushing yards, and then you've got, he's accounted for 6,000 yards of offense in his five years in the league. So that's over 1,000 yards a season is what he's averaging. And if you're looking at 29 touchdowns, or yeah, and about seven touchdowns a season. Not bad at all. That's I'd a weapon. That. Yeah. That's that an absolute. Yeah, that's an absolute weapon you have to pay. That is an irreplaceable part of your offense. Brees Hall is on pace to do record numbers. Najee Harris has been one of the uh, no shot at Pittsburgh. Najee's been one of the only bright spots in Yale's offense since he got drafted. Like it, McCaffrey's McCaffrey. <laughs> I don't even. Dalvin Cook's part of the reason why the or the uh, Vikings were able to make that comeback. Like it's these are all players who were I don't, I don't want to necessarily call all of them generational because I hate how often that word's thrown around. Josh Jacobs is an absolute monster. I could look up Josh Jacobs' stats because the fact that he isn't getting paid is criminal. Because I he's been healthier, yeah, and he's done. Yeah, just pulling up his stats. I might trim around some of this. I might not. We'll see how I'm feeling when I edit this. He's been in the league for less years, and he's had a couple, a little bit less. And then, yeah, he's had just about 6,000 yards in four years. He's at about 5,900 total yards in four years. And he's looking at, he hasn't had any receiving touchdowns, but he's had 40 rushing touchdowns. He's he's good for 10 touchdowns a year. What do we want? Why why are we paying this man? Why are we paying this man? It drives me crazy. I, I don't get it. Like it, he hasn't been injured. He and he only did that. He only played one full season uh, his entire time. He played 15 games in 2020, 2021, and 13 games in 2019, and still went for over a thousand yards almost every season. <laughs> like I don't, what? I don't get it. 
I, well, you know, what, you know what the other issue is, is that because now the NFL is a more pass happy league, mm-hmm. the wide receiver is going to get paid more. Absolutely. No, I, and I understand and, that. Yeah, some, some of them should without yeah. a doubt based on stats and whatever else. But you mean to tell me that you can run a whole offense around just the wide receivers and not incorporate a run game? Nope. You absolutely you can. can't. You absolutely can't. Because if you do that, what's going to happen is it just ends up going like it. I'm going to go back and cover cover four and yeah. force you to throw it and force yeah. like it, it's it's crazy to me. And then interception rates go up. Yeah. It just doesn't make and any sense. Own it all the time. You put in the wide receiver at injury risk, too. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. You need that balance. And I mean, I, I get them not wanting to pay the running back long term because of situations like Zeke and because of situations like Todd Gurley. But also look at Derrick Henry. Yeah. Like, I get it's an anomaly, but look at Derrick Henry. Look at a guy who absolutely deserves his contract extension and is making it worthwhile. I feel like if these guys, and it, the way I would fix it, because Jalen and I were talking about this uh, on our show. The way we talked about doing this is if you had, he said to pay them like second year players right out the gate. And I'm like, I see what you're saying, but I disagree. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of course. You want to hear his full argument, go listen to the episode. Um, my my comment was how I think what you should, the way you could do it, do a heavily incentive laden contract, but make the incentives competitive, but also attainable. And then make the guaranteed money front loaded. Yeah, so that give a, would be yeah. that would be the best. Give him a four year contract. You know, give Saquon four years. You know, forty million, average about ten million dollars a year. Yeah. And when it's up happening, you give four years, forty million. Just for argument's sake, four years, forty million. Well, now I got to see what the highest paid running back is because I don't want to lowball the guy. I think it's right now he's looking for McCaffrey money, which is like sixteen a season. Let's see over the cap. I love over the cap. Yeah, McCaffrey is at sixteen million a year. Kamara is at fifteen. Derrick Henry's at twelve million. So yeah, give him four four year. You know, give him four year fifty million. Give him yeah four year fifty million. Give him about twenty five million a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and potential earnings make it guaranteed and or you know make it ten million per year that he's guaranteed or you know twelve million a year he's guaranteed. And then incentives build on that. Make the incentive yeah. simple. If you make, you know, if you rush for 1,200 yards, you get an extra 2 million. If you score 12 touchdowns, you get an extra million. May, that's what, so Richard Sherman actually did that for his, one of his contracts with San Francisco. And it made him one of the highest paid corners in the league at that time because all of his, he bet on himself. Yeah. Earn, or earn it, earn your money back, which you should absolutely bet on yourself as a player in the league. But also this is a way, and if you do it where it's front-loaded, if you suck that first year, I can just draft your replacement next year, or I can just cut your ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, and I, oh, no. yeah. If you average, cause it's averaging, you know, let's do four years, 60 million average, $15 million a year, make it, you know, 30 million up front. And then the remainder four years or 5 million Ooh. like that. That's it. That way I owe you 5 million a year and I can just cut you and no one cares. Because that's not going to hurt my calf. The thing they have to look at, too, if especially guys like Barkley, Mm -hmm. and uh, the Giants need to look into this, just go back to a few years ago with a running back situation. Yeah. With Le'Veon Bell in Pittsburgh. Look at Le'Veon. Do you want that situation to happen where Mm. this is going, and then he goes, all right, I'll I'll come back this week. All right, no, I'll come back this week. And then all of a sudden it's just, yeah, I'm just going to sit out, and then sit out again. And then just it's just going to be – it's just going to be ongoing. But for Barkley to come out like on a podcast, because he was, I forget which one he was on. I saw that. And, and he said, I could prove my worth by sitting at home. And I understand it because what he's telling, what he's telling people is you'll see the rushing numbers go down. The rushing game won't be as impactful without me in it. Yeah. And then the Giants decide to combat that with, okay, well, we'll give you the ultimate fuck you. And we'll we'll go and sign James Robinson, which I love that pick. James Robinson is one of my favorite players in the league, and he, he he's gotten a raw deal the last two years. But he's a good running back, and he plays like Saquon. So I mean, he could definitely do it. And I I don't blame the Giants for doing that. But also, if I'm Saquon, 
I'll sit. Yeah. And that's what I think he's doing. No, and all the Giants fans, too, are like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, you could sit out and prove your worth that way, or you can take the gamble. And if I was in a situation, I would do it. I would take the gamble. I'd sign the the franchise tag and just go out there and just play like an absolute fucking beast. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, you paid me this. Now I'm forcing you to pay me even more money. So if the Giants are smart, if they don't want to spend more money, Give him what he's looking for. I'm not saying you have to cave and give him everything he's looking for, but meet somewhere in the middle. And that's the thing. You have to find somewhere in the middle. So, I mean, the biggest thing is, like, he's with, with injuries. Like, it's – I understand the injury history, but also, like and, – and that's why I get the players not wanting to play on the cap, especially a physical position like running back. Yeah. Because now if I screw up my knee, my career's over, and I'm out of a job. Yeah. So, well, I, it's one of the things where I see both sides. Like, I get it. I get what they're saying where it's like, oh, well, you know, we, we need the cap. We need the cap to prove it this. But also, you can do one-year prove-it deals. Yeah. You can do a heavy one-year prove So they, did what, they could have did that with Barkley and Jones, and they should have. Yeah. The Giants well, he, created their own situation. That's what they did. That was the dumb. And I, I, I get it where you're like, oh, well, I need a quarterback. You know, it's a quarterback-driven league, which is fine. You could replace Daniel or Daniel Jones with a Klondike bar. Like this is <laughs> he's he's not good. You could have given him the one year prove it to me deal. The Giants could have took 30 steps back and maybe have one of the worst records they possibly could have had, got the number one pick, and drafted Jones's replacement in the following draft of Khalid Williams. Absolutely. Could have it, done that, but instead they bank all this money on Daniel Jones. And then you look at Philly, where yeah, they put a lot of money into Jalen Hurts. But a lot of it is deferred money. And that's something the Giants could do in Barkley's case, too, where it's like, okay, you want this, but we're going to pay you this up front. We're going to defer this. So after your career, we're still we're still paying you, but it's not as much. So then we can focus on signing other guys to be a winning team. They could do yeah. that as well. But, they, but they're not looking at every aspect and scenario. And these are guys that, get paid all this money to look at these scenarios and they're just not looking at any of them, which is why I would be a better GM for the Giants than friggin' who they got now or for any team for that matter. Because I would be looking at every scenario. Okay, how can we fix this without losing one of our key offensive weapons? Or even if it's a defensive guy. Last year was the best QBR he's ever had and it was only a 60. (laughs) Yeah, His average... Average completion percentage is 64%. Uh, He averages 215 yards per game. He's thrown... He has played in 54 games and only thrown for 60 touchdowns. He averages just over a touchdown a game. Which it's, proves why, which proves why Barkley is an absolute asset that you need. But also, touchdown. Who's rushing it? Barkley yeah. is. But also, if you look at it, the only time he actually threw, there's only been one time in his entire career. Because I've been saying this for a while, I need to walk it back because it was incorrect. There's only ever been one time in his entire career where he's thrown for more touchdowns than games he's played in. It was probably last year, 2019. Oh. Okay. 2020, he played in 14 games and threw 11 touchdowns. 2021, he played in 11 games through 10 touchdowns. 2022, he played in 16 games and threw 15 touchdowns. The only reason he averages more than a touchdown a game is because of his 2019 season, where they were three and nine, and the bulk of those are probably garbage time. Yeah, it's nuts to me. I just, I, I, and I, I get wanting to pay your quarterback because it's hard to find a good quarterback in this league, but also yeah. like. You could have skated by with somebody else. You could have put him on the tag and then signed Barkley to a 40-year deal and then re- and then dealt with Jones next year if he was able to keep up the success. Because Dan because Barkley has proven what he can do. Jones has not. Jones has only played like a solid quarterback for one year. So, but that's where I'm at. We we can go down this one all day, but you got anything else you want to get into? I don't know if you saw the one thing. I, I discussed it on one of the other episodes. It actually involves the comparison between 
Alvin Kamara and the Deshaun Watson situation. I did hear that. Yes. Very different. <laughs> so very different. How, so how is it? And, 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 and this is where the hypocrisy of the NFL comes in. Now, granted, Watson should have been suspended for his incidents, obviously. But Kamara's on tape beating the living shit out of a guy in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Has a warrant for his arrest, but the NFL allows him to continuously play. How do you allow that? Which is crazy because with Zeke, they did something similar where Zeke had his own issues and they let him, they were going to play until the video came out and he was suspended for six games or they were figuring out a uh he was suspended, so they came out with a deal, yeah. and then ended up being three games plus the other three. He was already out. So he was out for six games. Like this is, I don't. It, it their punishment system is so inconsistent. And speaking of Watts, we got to end on a light note. The Browns are trying so hard to hype up that loser. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know, he was uh, he did a throw on the run at a net, which quarterbacks used to kind of focus on throwing the ball into certain windows from maybe six feet away. Yeah. And they're like, Deshaun's ready to play. And everyone's like, okay, within five yards, sure. But like, <laughs> I can make that with my eyes closed, standing on my head. Like, what are you talking about? This is, he threw five, I, if he had fallen forward, he could have put his hand in the net. Yeah. <laughs> he was right there. But this is what Cleveland Browns fans do. And this is why they're so delusional is the littlest thing. That Deshaun Watson does, it's yep, he's ready to play. Like Deshaun Watson could go out and eat sushi. Up, oh, he's ready to play. They did the same thing with Will Levis. It was I think it was that NFL rookie watch dude. Uh, which I, I literally I, I exist to just fire back constantly at this point. Whenever I see it, and I'll see it. every now and then they'll it, it, broken clocks right twice a day. So every now and then I'm like, all right, yeah, I, I'll give you that one. But there's one where uh he showed some video of Levis throwing in pads and like Des Bryant thinks, you know, Will Levis could be a real X factor, how accurate his throws are. And it showed five passes. I'm like, that's great and all, but three of them were out of bounds. (laughs) (laughs) What you talk about accuracy. I'm like, first one's out of bounds. Second one's definitely out of bounds. Third one is probably out of bounds. So now he's two for five. there, There was another one they did with him. I was like, look at him. He's ready to play. He's, he's Jack. Look at him. It's like, Okay, just because he's physically fit doesn't mean he's ready to play at an NFL yeah. level. Just because Deshaun Watson can walk up and drop a ball in a net from one inch away doesn't mean that he's going to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. You're farther away from that net when you play beer pong. <laughs> I was like, you're farther away from the target in beer pong than you was from that net. That was you're so dumb. You're further from that target in cornhole. Unbelievable! Uh, I just—it's nuts. But yeah, Cleveland, enjoy it. Um, enjoy the basement again. Uh, Titans fans, enjoy fighting for second and third place again. Um, Jets fans, you're not winning ten games. Nope. Lock it in now. As of I've been saying it for a month now, but you know, at two twenty-seven p.m. Eastern time on June twenty-third, twenty twenty-three, <laughs> Garrett has said that the Jets will not win ten games this season. And if I'm nope. wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm not. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll I'll apologize and I'll say I'm sorry. I got no faith in this Jets team. You're not winning ten games. You're nope. going. We, if, you know, if, if you were with us at seven and ten, it's like okay, great. I'll still be against you at eight and nine. Yeah. <laughs> you're still not good. You know, you're terrible. Yeah. It, it's comical how they really just think because you got this 38 year old quarterback. That you're winning it in year one. I saw someone who said that Corey Davis is one of the best wide receivers that Rodgers has played with in three years. I'm like, that, outside of Devontae Adams, I'm like, that's just wrong. Corey Davis isn't that good. He's better than me, but that's also not saying much. Just like (laughs) Elijah Holyfield's faster than me. Yeah. But that's not saying a whole lot. I am remarkably out of shape. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not making millions of dollars to be this athlete nope i just i don't get it man i i can't i can't wait to see this fall this will be so much fun but all right man let's get let's go ahead and close it out we'll be going for probably about an hour we were pretty on track for most of the episode i'm proud yeah i gotta <laughs> say we're, we're getting better and there's, things, there's things we could have went down the rabbit hole on for but sure. i think i left a lot of it out i think i did too yeah i, I think we're trying to be so i, I I, I could have went one Antonio Brown route, and I decided not. Nope. A, A, Antonio Brown has lost his mind. 
Yep. <laughs> and, and his arena football team. So and and his career and everything else. I did love it. Speaking of Antonio Brown, I loved it when somebody uh I'll I'll send you the picture, but somebody ended up posting like uh DeAndre Hopkins 10 weeks in when he's tired of you know being overthrown by Tannehill and it was Antonio Brown like throwing off his pads and walking through the end zone. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's about right. So that, that, that happened. On that, yeah, no, on that note, let's go ahead and close out. So thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Thank you guys for the patience for the off week. Um, you know, if you really like the show, what you can do, rate five stars, listen on Spotify, listen on, you know, whatever platform you prefer, run all of them. So listen to all of it, rate the show five stars, tell all your friends, tell your family, tell your crazy Cleveland, Dallas Titans fan, uncle, I don't really care which, um, <laughs> he may not like the show, but if he doesn't like it, what you don't do is don't take the time to leave a poor review. That's a waste of your time. It's a waste of ours. Um, yep. I appreciate the effort, um, but treat it like a bad date. It's not us. It's you. <laughs> or it's not USOs, whatever makes you feel better but anyways we appreciate the lessons if you want to interact with us best way to find us uh for me look up tdsn pod on twitter or ita bad take pod uh best place to find me um jim where can people find you uh best place is twitter at fan in a van podcast gotta love the cesspool man i think threads has already fallen off (laughs) yeah i I haven't even gotten into it I, i never even got around to making one um, but that also would mean I have to create an Instagram account for the show, and I'm not doing that. I don't care. Um, but on that note, check out all these other podcasts. If you're looking for wrestling shows, go check out John for Wrestling Fan Insight or Austin for Wrestling World Podcast. Um, also, always go check out Fan of the Van. If you're looking for another sports-minded show from our friendly neighbors to the north, go check out Brent and Dave over 1420. Uh, go check out the BS and Sports Podcast. I actually think some of them are Cleveland fans, so hopefully they don't get too upset over this. I know the least Guardian fans. <laughs> I don't know if the Browns fans are not. <laughs> um, go check out Aaron over Brutally Honest Sports. Dave and John of Love of the Playing Field. Sports Bliss with Robin Chris. Um, the I-95 East Coast pod. I might have butchered that one, but you know who you are. Um, he was just on yeah. Aaron's show. Uh, go check out Sports After Dark, too. They just got a YouTube page. Love hanging out with them over there. Um, if you're looking to bet, bet smart and outside of an NFL or NFL facility. Go check out uh, You Bet Smart with um, Jake and Scott and go check out Nate's Daily Wager. Also, go check out Average Joe Sports. I I've, I tag him in the post, but I always forget to shout him out on the show. Go check out Average Joe Sports. Great show. I apologize. <laughs> I promise I tag you, man. I haven't forgotten. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, there's been a name missing from this list for like two weeks. So go check out Average Joe Sports. Uh, great content. If you're on TikTok and you want to look at short little clips from another Jaguars fan, go check out Chill Takes. Um, if you're looking for something a little different, non-sports related, go check out the Stupid History Minute or visit Vegas places if you want to place your bets or just learn about Vegas. Great content over there. On that note, thank you, thank you, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Peace.